So as ha- as happened last week, I have remembered another insult. So two weeks on, I remembered another one that I do use quite a lot. And it is, the lights are out, but nobody's home. <laughs> I like that one. That's yeah, a good that's one, good one, one yeah. um, Typical, for always remember when the episode is um, over. And I also have a little from the person who wrote in last week about, you know, we were a bit confused on the position. Yes. The internal yes. or external position. So the, the person has wrote back in again and just said, they're listening to the podcast um, they just want to reconfirm that there were two positions for the same job. Um, I got it and the other person got it. Um, but she was external and the person writing in was an internal. So do you remember we were a bit confused? Yes, yes. So the person that wrote in, if you wouldn't mind writing in again next week and confirming if, so whenever you got the job, did they discuss salary with you? You know, if it's a new job. Was it a new pay scale? You know that you were saying last week that this person was like on ten grand more than you. So I'm just mm-hmm. interesting to see how that panned out. Like if they had a discussion with this new person around salary, if they're offering you a new post, there should have been a discussion around your salary as well. Yes. Um. And please write in, and I will pass you directly on to Sinead. She can be your representative in court. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Gina Bear at the podcast. I am Kevin O'Connor Jones, your double barrel bitch, a fabulous host of the podcast. I did that so back to front again. <laughs> uh, but welcome, welcome. Joining me t- this week are Ellie, Sarah and Sinead. Hello girls. Hi. 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 How's everyone weeks been? Well, I know we're only on Tuesday, so give me a little rundown of your week. Any plans for the weekend? Um, yeah, my week's been all right. I'm still bloody struggling with this cough. It's so annoying. Oh my God, the Halloween party killed me off. <laughs> I can't believe I've been like this. I used to be able to go out like two, three nights on a run and now I have one party and I'm ill for about a month. Um, Week's been okay. Yeah, it was a bit of a crazy night last night, but that's all I'm sorry. But uh, no plans this weekend. So I think I'm just going to chill. There's too many storms outside to even bother to attempt doing anything. Very true. <laughs> nice. Is it Storm Debbie's here? Yeah, they're all doing a bloody tour of the UK. Like... <laughs> Every two weeks is a storm. We'll be at Z yeah. by Christmas. Sarah, how's your week been? How has your week been? Any plans for the weekend? So so far, nothing really too strange or startling. I have been somehow acting like a relationship counselor um, to some of the kids in work, okay. which is really scary when you look at my relationship history. But you know, somehow <laughs> me being ten years older than them all gives me authority. If they only knew um no other than that all quiet plans for the weekend i have to take students on an ice skating trip on friday um which will be fun for me because i'll just watch them all fall over so 
Other than that, no plans. Are you not like? Sorry. You know, I, I would, but someone has to take pictures. So, and also I would oh. fall over oh. to nice so thing. I'm and just like avoiding it because I can't. <laughs> Love it. And what about you, Shania? Um, yeah, my week's been okay so far. Um, got a couple of clothes parcels yesterday from Shane and everything was great so I'm like Woo. so that that was uh good for me um and then I for the weekend um probably just a few drinks or something chill out see the crack Love it. and what about you Kevin how's your week been any plans for the weekend <laughs> you say that sarcastically <laughs> <laughs> uh, my week um, was fine so yesterday um, Shastra came around for End of the Pod uh, for a catch up and we stood up to half four in the morning just chatting shit and drinking um, so yeah I'm extremely tired today um, but we power through and tomorrow myself and Nick are going to Amsterdam mm-hmm. for a few days um, so yeah I'm looking forward to that and then at the weekend I will be recuperating and we're going out on Sunday for a meal. So, yeah. Nice to have stuff to look forward to. So, yeah. when you hear this podcast, I'll be resting in bed um, from all the weed. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak to you from the future. <laughs> or the past. Whatever way you want to put that. Um, okay. So, we'll get into the news and popular culture. Um, so, the first story that I want to talk about is... Um, Suella or Cruella, whatever way you want to call her, Braverman. Um, so it was maybe last week, so I didn't include this in last week's podcast because I didn't really like talking about her, to be honest. But um, it's a big story, so I have to cover it. Um, so she made like two weeks ago, I think, comments on that homelessness was a lifestyle choice. Um, and she needed, she said that the UK, um, are very passionate people. The British people are very passionate. And we will always support those who are genuinely homeless. Um, But we cannot allow our streets to be taken over by rows of tents occupied by people. Oh my God. Occupied by people. Many of them from abroad living on the streets as a lifestyle choice. Now, because of her hatred towards this and the comments that she made, there were videos of bin lorries actually like putting into the, the truck tents. So she's sparked this big controversy, um, and rightly so. Um, and the comedian Joe, Joe Lysett, is it how you pronounce his last name? Lysett. Joe Lysett. Um, he put up a picture on social media of a pot of potpourri. And he was like, let's see if we can raise more than £50,000 for homelessness. And he actually did. He got over £50,000. Okay. Um, so if he can do something so simple, why can't she, essentially, instead of just yeah. hatred? But further this week, she's came out and she was speaking against um, against Palestine. Um, so there were a lot in London at the weekend, just gone. There were a lot of pro-Palestine, um, what do you call strikes? What do you call those things? Protests. Protests, yes. There were a lot of pro-Palestine protests in London. And I think there was one particular video I seen that was in Waterloo Station and people were just like peacefully protesting you know supporting Palestine because I do think that Palestine's getting a very bad rap in all of this um why is everyone all pro-Israel Israel have 
you know, what's the word? Um, caused a lot of harm to Palestinian people over the last like few years, since, or not centuries, but decades. Um, and in Tiernan's book about this, if you, have to, if you want to go listen to it, I don't know really what I'm talking about when it comes to the subject. So he was more educated in it. But it seems to be that Palestine's getting a very bad rap and all this, that they're the bad people. But it's just actually the Hamas terrorist group that are causing the issues. Um, and she spoke out against these pro-Palestinian protests. And because of that, a lot of the, what I would call, British scumbags who are always bold, who are always like larger lights, you know, who are racist, racist as fuck, and are not using this as an excuse to be racist because she came out and said what she said. They got involved in the protest and started like beating people up who were protesting and just shouting abuse at them, go like, go back to your own fucking country, and, and and a lot of more aggressive, angrier, nastier things were said, which I'm not going to repeat. Um, but yeah, she was like, "You need to ban these marches. You need to ban these protests. We stand with Israel." Um, so yeah, I don't know why the UK is getting so involved in it, but because of all this backlash now from her, what she said about homelessness and what she said about the Palestinian protests, Rishi actually did one good thing that he's ever probably done in his government and fucking sacked the bitch. Well, she's not too happy. No. So now she's coming out and she's saying all this stuff to Rishi going, you know, it's time you step down. Um, You've done nothing for this country. You know, we have our election results are abysmal because of you. Um, And she's written a resignation letter. So how can you write a resignation, <laughs> whatever that word is, you've letter? If you've you been can't really, sad. can you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, fucking stupid bitch anyway. But um, I'm glad she's gone. And like, I honestly do think this, right? She is British, okay? But she's not... How do I put this in a PC way? She is from an ethnicity where she's not white, okay? So how can she herself be so fucking racist? I don't understand it. <laughs> like, have a bit more compassion because I'm sure people in your family you know experienced racism at a time so be more yeah. compassionate I, I i hate her especially from the, the tory um party thing a few weeks ago sorry nick's coming to disturb my live recording of the podcast piss off <laughs> um and i have last in the thought but anyway she's gone um but she's not happy but it's it's great to see her gone to be honest but then david cameron's now back ridiculous oh no <laughs> she's such a the whole government can you just get rid of the stories like all together well i was speaking to someone about this today and they were like they're just now doing everything that they can do because they know they're going so they're just yeah they're just going out on like absurdity they're just doing all this absurd stuff because they know they're not going to get back in and i was like you cannot be sure that they won't get back in because there will be a demographic of people out there who have voted for Tories all their life to. and won't care about this. Do you know what I mean? So, just ra- just um, while we've been talking about her and about her talking about, you know, homelessness as a choice and all that, I just thought I'll go on and check her salary just to see what she earns. Uh, 
annually she gets 155,817 pounds. Oh so I'm assuming a woman like that has probably never potentially had to worry about being homeless oh, and then she has the absolute cheek and audacity to come out with a statement like that. Yeah. That's the thing about that party. They're also out of touch with reality. They're, they are. They're also out of touch. Like they can't be for the people because they have no idea what it's like for the people. And they've mm-hmm. it's always been the same, the Conservative Party. They want to make the rich richer and the poor poorer. Yeah. And it's just showing that they've done that in like how many years that they've been together. 100%. They've been together. They've been in power. We've so, been together. <laughs> and like a boy band. But it is so embarrassing how many reshuffles they've had in the cabinet. Oh, no. They just can't because people because they're idiots and then they do something wrong. And then next year, she'll probably be on I'm, I'm a slab or slab big brother <laughs> or something because it seems that every fucker ex conservative party member yeah. is in the friggin' I'm a slab or. Hopefully not Slapsy Big Brother, I'll be fuming. Oh my god, imagine she's on Slapsy Big Brother. Fucking hell. Um, Being seen for hours and I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't watch that anyway, but I wouldn't be watching it anyway. Um, She managed to finish her letter off by again coming again for the boats across over. So she even has to in her final little fucking statement say about the crossing of the boats. Um, So yeah, that's Suella. Bye bitch, bye. Um, have a nice life. Um, I didn't know who you were until you got the home secretary job, and I won't know you after. So good luck. I'm sure you'll find another wee job somewhere. Okay. Of course, <laughs> the next story. Like, um, oh, they do. Well, look at David Cameron. Mm-hmm. He's back, so she could be back in the future. Yeah, she won't have to worry about money. She won't have to, even though she's jobless, she won't have to worry about paying a mortgage or whatever she pays. The only job she should be interested in getting is a nose job. Um, okay. <laughs> the next story that we're going to talk about is um, something very close and dear to my heart. It's Eurovision. Woo! <laughs> If you can believe it, on the 8th of November, the very first Eurovision song for next year's contest contest has been released. So France have already selected their singer and their song. um, And he is called Salman, I think his name is. But the song is Mon Amour, which means my love. And it's a very good French pop ballad song. And people have been skitting it going... Um, here's my running order of my favorite songs, <laughs> and it's like yeah. one song. It's like wow. <laughs> Stop. So we are back into full flow of Eurovision again. They're starting to collect oh select their songs. So here we go. This is gonna be me to me now. <laughs> and funnily enough, today they announced the slogan for next year's Eurovision, which is in Sweden, and they're gonna be lazy bastards and just use the one that we had this year, United by Music. Oh, and yeah. apparently it's now going to be the same one every contest going forward just in general or just is it in general like every contest is now going to be ended by me because every year for the last 20 years it was always like you know, feel your heartbeat or the sound of beauty or I there was always yeah. like an individual slogan for each contest but now it's always going to be united by music so I don't know if that's them licking the BBC's arsehole or that's just a really good one, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah, so well done, France. 
Now for the rest. Um, okay, the next news story that I have, I'm quite upset about this actually. Um, Nestle have axed the Caramac bar after 64 years. Oh my God. Can you believe? Sad. I see, I'm um, really sad about feelings. that. Like I have no strong feelings for this. I don't eat it. So like, no for way. me, it doesn't matter. Well, apparently um, Nestle said it was a very difficult decision, but it pointed to slower sales in recent years. So that's why they decided to get rid of the product. Now I would say as well that Cadbury have come out with caramilk. Um, so I would say that was also beating the sales of caramac. And that's why they got rid of it. Plus, the wrapper on the caramac bar is very that's unattractive. That are red and yellow shape. It's bright red, no. bright yellow. It's it's not very appealing. And I would say maybe that's to do with it as well. And it was really tasty bar as well. But when you go into a shop and you see that, you think, oh, no, I'm not buying that's an ugly wrapper. You need like a really attractive wrapper. I know I'm just talking shit, but it's like, you know, no, you do need it. Is um, but I will be back. It is, it is. So Caramac is gone. Caramilk from Cadbury, if you still want to get your fix. Cadbury chocolate kind of thing. Caramel chocolate, I mean. Okay, the next story that I have is Kat Dealey um, is going to be the new presenter of this morning. Oh, um, so she's taken over from Holly and they're still trying to work out who's going to be her replacement but it's said to be tip that Rylan will be doing it oh, I wouldn't be surprised didn't he leave though because he didn't want to be with like Holly and Phil and now yes. he's back so he left years ago and now he's probably coming back now because they were fucked off <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cute on the I've not seen her in years yeah so I know and it's also quite good that like Patrick Kilty is Cat Daly's husband and he just recently um got the job of the Late Late Show oh. host in Ireland. So they both got really good, good gigs them. now. Yeah. They're bringing in the dough. Yeah. Is Alison Hammond not doing it anymore then? I think she'll just be like, you know, on a Friday or like Easter or summer. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the, when, cover like kind the main of ones have time off. Yeah, the cover people. And Josie Gibson, she's way into the jungle now isn't she so yeah yeah they only time off um okay and then the last story that i have have you all seen the mean girls trailer yes yeah yeah what what's your thoughts on it are we talking about the musical trailer or the outfit that they did they did an outfit didn't they oh, i mean the, like, the trailer like for the oh the musical yeah um it just looks exactly the same as the original yeah yeah, like I know, I know it's a musical, but they were all talking in the trailer. Yeah, there's no music in it so far. Um, I didn't get the plot. I just seen it and watched the trailer, and I was like, "Is this a sequel? Like, is this going to be? Is this like yeah. no. a sequel and new characters?" But it's they're using the same characters, the same names, but the only difference is it's a musical, and I don't know how to feel about that. No. Like I won't go to the cinema to see it, but I'll probably I'll maybe watch it if it comes out just to see if the songs are any good. Mm. But I mean, to me, it's just a bit pointless. But I mean, yeah, more power to them if they have the money to do it. Like go for it. Like it won't yeah. impact me. It's just it's another way of like you know Disney are doing this now where they're remaking all the cartoons into live action films. Yeah. But like Big Girls only came out in what was it two thousand and four? So. I suppose the next year is coming out in January, isn't it? So it'll be 20 years, I suppose. But it's like, I don't think it needed to be done. 
because Mean Girls is one of them cult classic films it's like Clueless and you know like yeah. LeBron yeah. and things like that I, I don't think it needs to be remade but if they want to do it they want to do it apparently it's adapted because there's a Broadway musical for Mean Girls so they've adapted it to this film yeah. but you know to me Regina George is always going to be Rachel McAdams it's yeah, not the no. Jenny Rapp what, is that yeah. her name I think I don't even yeah. know uh, um, and I do like her music because I've listened to her album it's quite good but yeah. I, I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, I will watch, but I won't go to the cinema. No, I yeah. won't go to the cinema. That's... I think I'm, yeah, I'm gusted about it. Because I, um, me and Gail's the originals, the all-time favourite. 100%. I will watch it, but it won't be good. So I won't be as good as, sorry to say. Yeah. It's really, like, amazing now. <laughs> <laughs> when there's Oscar or something. I know, yeah. <laughs> Right, well, that's everything that I have to talk about. Is there anything in the news that you want to talk about or discuss? Um, I just no. wanted to say, um, I don't know. I think it might be for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, um, or one, some, one of these reality shows. Um, Jamie Lynn Spears. Has, yes. Have you yeah. seen? Or maybe I'm, am I late to the party on this one? I don't know. But I saw today, I came across, she said in her like VT introduction, oh, I'm best known for being an actress and a singer. I'm like, hon, you're Britney's wee sister. That's all you are and that's all you ever will be. (laughs) Um, She, so you know why Strictly is over here, but in America, they've got Dancing with the Stars. It starts around the same time as Strictly Uh each year. Mm -hmm. And she was one of those celebrities in the competition in the American version. And I think she got voted out second. Um, so it's just fascinating to sh- see how quick she's moving from reality show to reality show. Because girl needs coins now, doesn't she? Yeah, she is. I mean, now that there's no conservatorship <laughs> oh, and they don't have control of Britney's money, they're all fucked. And that family. True. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, they're now making Jamie do everything. <laughs> they gotta make that feel somehow. Oh my gosh, they? she'll be next. But yeah, that's all I want to say. And like, I like, like well, left apart, over... from, apart from Zoe 101, what else did she act in? No idea. She acted like a good sister oh, to Britney. She lives in. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched that show. Um, it's Netflix. It's the Sweet Magnolias. Um, but she doesn't really look well. She doesn't really look that great now and that she's gotten older i thought she was really beautiful when she was in zoe 101 but i didn't realize until halfway through the first season <laughs> of of whatchamacallit sweet magnolias that it that's who it was that was acting in it i was like oh you look different <laughs> right so you're basically just said you look like shit wait <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um I don't watch the jungle. Um the last jungle I watched was Nadine Coyle, and that was years ago because I just love Nadine. Um but I won't be watching this one, but I may just download the app and vote for her and Nigel Farage yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching it. Oh, oh no. no. Right. Is there anything else? 
Fabulous. Right, we'll move on to our next section, which is what's racking the absolute shit out of us this week. Um, so Ellie, would you like to start? What's annoying you? Um well, my cough. <laughs> Having a cough and colds, just everyone being ill at the moment is just pissing me off. I hate I love this time of year, but I hate it at the same time because everyone just gets so ill and it's just annoying. So that um speaking of this time of the year i'm sick of there being no sunlight ever yes like there's about half an hour of sunlight a day and i can't even get out in that time to try and like give me some serotonin or something (laughs) that's pissing me off as well and also all the stuff oh my gosh just all weather related and all the storms that are making the way around the uk are just not necessary like I had an Amazon parcel yesterday and the guy couldn't open our porch because Aaron had like locked it because it was banging even though for some reason the winds was that heavy so we put it on our front door like mat and I went to get it half an hour later and it was in next door's the end of next door's garden oh my god it blew and it wasn't even like a light parcel either like it blew over my fence into next door's garden and then it was like it was like me and everyone look out the window and all we could see was just fucking shit flying in the air like <laughs> just so much like bin waste because that's yeah. another story our bin men are on strike currently and have been for over nearly two months so no one's bins are getting emptied so everyone's have put the bins out in the front like street so it just the storm was just blowing it all up in the air oh, it was glorious glad to live in here <laughs> yeah that's that's what's ragging the shit out of me just weather and colds and then yeah <laughs> i won't go into that though but yeah that's another story but I, yeah i've seen on social media um like it must have been like yesterday or the day before um you know fran um yeah. uh, her, some of her like um paneling of her house blew off in the storm so oh my like, God. Ra- like Ryan or the ha- had to hammer it all back on. Yeah. Ridiculous. The wind like yesterday was really bad. Mm-hmm. It was actually quite scary. It is. Fucking hell. We could be closer and closer to tornadoes in this country. If it keeps oh. going the way it's going. And the way our houses are built as well. Like my house, <laughs> my house won't be a house if we have like a tornado. I know oh we have no basement to run to. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I'll I'll get fucked up. Like, at least most houses uh, here they well like with bricks you know, like there's a lot of like maybe timber houses and stuff in america that they get blew down a lot easier whereas yeah. ours they would stand it better oh, i don't know <laughs> let's hope we'll never have to find that out <laughs> yeah um what about you sarah what's ragging the shit out of you this week guys in a move very unlike me i have nothing to contribute to this i have had like i feel real chilled i feel real good because i've spent like the last few days obviously like um being the relationship counselor and work and you know me i just love the drama and the gossip and the fact that the kids like talk to me about things i'm like oh look at me i'm included fabulous um and mostly what i've been doing is like booking things for my birthday celebration in a couple of weeks so i'm very much in birthday mode right now and if we really want to dwell on it, what's dragging the absolute shit out of me is the fact that I'm about to turn 29, but we don't have to get into that. That's okay. Everything is awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's gonna be 29 again. Oh, wow. <laughs> Enjoy your 29 God, last year. year last of the 20s. He's my grandma's. But it's fine. Because I'm, I'm gonna be real drunk. So. It's the first year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might as well, Sarah. You might as well. Um, is it very positive for a change? You're welcome. Thank you very much for change. Shane, what's right on the episode should you this week? I am also going to be very positive. Since it's only Tuesday, there hasn't really been anything that <laughs> like really ticked me off this week. Um, so I think I'll I'll give a, like a po- something that uh, was positive about my week was okay. um, whoever delivered my parcel yesterday. Um, it was like really really wet and like windy, and they put my parcel inside two plastic bags to try and keep it dry for me. Aww. Aww. That's really nice. That's nice. Hey, was that Royal Mail or a delivery company? Uh, it would have been Royal Mail, so I think I know potentially who the postman was. Angel. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I thought that was very nice. So my parcel was completely dry. You know all them strikes they did a few years ago? Was well worth it for that parcel? <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, so no, nothing really to complain about. So Kevin, what, what do you have for us? Well, I'll make up for both of you. <laughs> you know me, negative as always. Uh, okay, so the first thing that I have is, obviously, I'm going away um, to Amsterdam. So I fucking hate packing. I hate it with a vengeance because you have to remember so much shit. Like your chargers, your passport, your wallet, and you've got all your toiletries. And then you have to plan your outfits, what you're going to wear every day. I hate that. And then it's not just planning them, you have to try them on because we're I'm now at an age where you need to try stuff on to see if it's comfortable. So that's <laughs> annoying. And I hate that and you have to plan it out meticulously and it's really irritating. Um and then you overpack sometimes. So you're like, oh my god, what about weight limit? And then you pack about twenty pairs of knickers because you think you're gonna shit yourself in three days. <laughs> so yeah, you have to I hate I hate I, I love traveling when I'm at the place but I hate the preparation for it and I hate the actual traveling part um but we'll have a good time regardless okay so I last week um needed to log into PayPal and <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember my password now you know usually when you can't remember your password it will send you an email and you can create a new password no 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 PayPal make it so stressful and so long-winded to get into your account again. So anyone out there, if you know what your PayPal password is, please write it down for safekeeping because you do not want to go through what I have to go through. So I needed to authenticate who I was in order to gain access to my PayPal account. Um, And you do this online. So it's kind of like a password recovery. You do the same thing, forgot password. They send you a link over email. You click on it and it takes you to this website and you have to verify that she and authenticate your ID. So here is me. I have to get either my passport or my driving license. Oh my God. Which is grand. Scan it, no problem. Then it scans my face and it goes, you're not who you say you are. Oh my God. And I was like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? I'm not who the fuck I am. <laughs> so I did this like, like maybe four or five times and I was getting really aggravated at this point. Then I got had to ring them, which charged me, by the way, like four fucking pounds. And it was automated, first of all. 
and it wasn't understanding I was like password recovery and it's like you need help with adding a bank card and I was like <laughs> no <laughs> and to make matters worse it's an American like it's American company so it's like all really annoying chirpy American voices and then I finally got through to somebody and it was this some woman um she was very happy very chirpy very American um, and she asked me loads of fucking questions about my PayPal account. Now, she asked me my address. Fair enough. You need to verify your, e- your email address. Fair enough. Then she started to ask me, what was my last transaction? And I was like, well, I haven't used the account in maybe a year, a year and a half. And I, I told her like an email address of I knew for certain what the last transaction would have been or one of them. And she must have asked me that email address like six fucking times. And she was like, what was it for? And what was the company? And what was the amount? And can you say the email again? And then when I told her this information, she confirmed it was correct. Then I had I logged in, created a password, but she wouldn't let me go. I was like, right, I've got, I went in now. Thank you very much. She's like, oh, just make your, your payments so I can see it go through. And I was like, yeah, but I'm in the account. So why do I have to do it now? Yeah. And I was just like, fuck off. Thank you. Thank you for like taking 20 minutes to get me in. But now, you know, you can fuck off. I don't need your help anymore. But she was like, no, just stay on the line. Make sure it goes through. So I had to, while I was on the phone to this bitch, fucking add my bank card because I have a new bank card, new married name. So I had to do that while I'm on the phone and then fucking make the payment. And then she went and goes, have a lovely day. Fuck you. Oh my God. It was unnecessary stress. Like it took me like 25 minutes to do something that I wanted to do in two fucking seconds. Oh my god. And it cost me the fucking bitch. That's probably well, why she wasn't. She doesn't charge you herself. Like, she like probably wanted to stay on longer so she could fucking get commission. Yeah, maybe. Oh my god. <sighs> so yeah, if you ever need to ring PayPal, don't even bother. I'd rather just pay with fucking, I don't know, Clarna. <laughs> um, the next one is when you're cooking steak or a stir fry, the grease goes fucking everywhere in your kitchen <laughs> it's on your tiles yep. it's sticky it's so horrible so i'm even at that point now where i'm just like i'm never cooking stir fry and i'm never cooking steak again in my house <laughs> it's not worth the hassle and the cleanup um one of my next ones is a lot of the new chart topping music now are sampling a lot of old songs it's really irritating me can you not come up with a new song by yourself? So I'm talking about like David Guetta did one with is it Kim Petrus, I think it is, but it's like the logical song, you know, Skidder. Mm. There's one like that. There is mm. somebody who does um a cover, but it's called Bittersweet Goodbye. It's had a bittersweet symphony. There's like oh, so yeah. many um versions recently of chart songs that are sampling a lot of older music and it's like, come on, be original. That's yeah, just annoying. Uh, um, my next one then is autocorrect on phone. <laughs> so when you're texting and it keeps autocorrecting your word and you must have to type that fucking word a million bastard times. Yep. To go back, it's really irritating. Especially when you're in a rush to do something and you just want to type a message and you're like, fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> and that changes to duck. Yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and my last one then is... I put up my Christmas decorations on Saturday. I know it's early, but I don't care because I'm going home for Ireland in December. I always think if I'm going to go to the bother and the time and the effort of putting up decorations, I'm going to get the enjoyment out of them while I'm here. Mm. Um, So they're all up, thankfully. Just a lot of batteries need recharging and stuff, which is irritating. So it's going to take me like all Christmas to charge them. 
But um, I hate doing Christmas decorations with somebody else because you don't have the same vision that they have and you yeah. have to like express it to them. And like we put a lot of our decorations and we have a lot of the same ones that we use year after year in the same place in the house every year. And my other half, who I do the decorations with, just seems to forget where everything goes every year. And I take pictures on a yearly basis and send him these pictures so he has reference points. So he doesn't need to bother me and ask me, where does this go? Where does this go? Um, Yeah, so he just ends up, like it's meant to be a cheery, happy time putting decorations up. We put Christmas music on in the background and it just ends up with screaming at each other because it's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe from now on you should just take it in turns so like one year you put them up the next year Nick puts them up I hate it though I like I love Christmas but I just hate putting Christmas decorations up I love when it's done but I hate the process even by myself I hate it I don't mind it but then I don't have as many decorations as you so mine's is mostly tinsel <laughs> I love it very 1990s Christmas I love it love it why Mine's is cheap and tacky. Love it. Cheap and tacky. I love it. So yeah, they're all my annoyances. Not that not that major. Just like first word problems, you know. Um, but I'm entitled to my opinions, so there we go. Um, okay. Uh, I put out a question box. Oh, where's my phone? Um and people wrote in what was um ragging the shit out of them this week. Oh, my story has expired, so let me just get it up in the archive. Oh, bear with me, sorry. Um, okay. The first one is um, having to work with people. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> um, next one is never end in rain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes and yes. Every week on this podcast, it's always weather or people that were annoying coworkers. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Next one is people who talk over other people. Yes. Well, we do this a lot on the podcast because of delays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's a different scenario. We're not on an accident when we do it. Oh. Um, 100%. Uh, next one is sexually charged work chats with dirty old bosses. Oh no, don't like that. Oh, <laughs> what is? I need loads. I need the whole story. For that one. <laughs> what? Right back in, please. Contact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dirty bastards. Dirty <laughs> old. They're all like fucking sixty odd. Um. Okay. Next one is forgetting your password because it has to be stupid long. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it used to just be you typed it in and you needed a capital letter at the start of it or like a, a number, but now it's like you need a special fucking symbol and you need fucking loads of numbers and everything, but it can't be an apostrophe or anything like that. Um, yeah, irritated. Uh next one is contactless card being rejected and having to put in your PIN number. <laughs> I, my bank card after the third time, so the fourth time, it will make me put my PIN number in. It's so annoying. I know it's security and all that there, yeah. but it is quite irritating. Yeah, security. Um, and the last one is walking in dog shit. Yeah. Oh my God, fuck yes. Oh, yes. There's oh, no, no worse smell. 
especially to get on really nice shoes that it's just oh my god i would go ballistic touch wood sarah yeah, you remember the, the time that you stood it smelled really, so, really bad. it was my 21st birthday and we were taking rubbish out into the alley and it was dark and i stood on cat shit and then later on that night um we got broke into so my 21st birthday was real fun <laughs> It was fabulous. Yeah, oh my <laughs> I'm not holding on to it or anything. I'm Let, I'm fine. No. Let's hope your 29th isn't. Jesus, the it can't get much worse, can it? <laughs> touch wood. Oh my god, it always can. Don't say that. Touch wood, touch wood. It goes my, okay. My Muslim, it goes okay. my Muslim students and work would say inshallah. So. Mm-hmm. What does it that means... Mean? Kind of like what you say when you've jinxed yourself. I think. Wait. Yeah. No. Sorry. I got this wrong. Mashallah. Actually, it might be neither because I'm talking about getting drunk. Let's just forget this whole little episode. Apologies <laughs> to anyone that listens. I, I did not mean to offend, but I'm going to. <laughs> Join us next week for more of Sarah's Muslim musings. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so that's that topic done um we can take a little break if anyone needs to or we can just power through can we take a wee break yes okay so join us after the break and we will discuss our weekly topic um of life life hacks hacks. (laughs) (laughs) how are we all meant to say it (laughs) i just thought kim forgot that's why i was like we'll keep it in. we'll keep it in i have i have a flight early in the morning to get so there'll be a very little editing Fair on enough. this episode um so um we'll see you after the break <laughs> and we're back um so every week we do a weekly topic on this podcast and this week we're going to do all about life hacks because we like to work smarter and not harder Repeat after me, guys. Work smarter, not harder. Not harder. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Because who wants to work harder in life, honestly? Who wants to work at all, really? Right. Um, we're going to start with examples that you have. And these could be ones that you have researched. These could be ones that you use in your everyday life. Please let me know and let our listeners know because let's improve their lives too. Because we're just fucking fabulous. So, Ellie, have you got any life hacks to share with the group and the listeners? Um, I've got, well, I've got a couple, actually. So, the one that, I think this is a life hack. Um, oh. And I actually do it now. So, years ago, my mum told me, well, a nurse told her. I don't know how medically true this is, but I do it. Told, told her that if you take, like, a pa- like paracetamol ibuprofen, a tablet, with like a diet coke like a fizzy drink basically it'll go into your system quicker it'll go oh, into I've never heard that so when i have like migraines or like i need to take like paracetamol ibuprofen for any reason i take it with like a diet coke it's probably not the best <laughs> advice to give because obviously like it's got caffeine in it but like migraines and that sometimes caffeine can really help your uh, your migraine yeah so that's my life hack work and i actually do that and i do feel like it works quicker as opposed to when i have it with water 
Okay. Even if you just have it like fizzy water, anything fizzy, drink it with, like have it with the tablet, and it'll nurse has told my mum that it'll um okay and go well, to good that. yeah um another one oh Aaron told me this before he said can you t- can you mention this one um if you crack an egg when you make it you know when you're making mash yeah crack an egg in the mash and it makes it more thicker and creamier and oh. it's like really like it goes it goes loads like it's like i've never heard of it in that yeah oh he every time he makes mash he cracks an egg in it yeah yeah and then um i think the final one i can think of for me personally is obviously when i make the bed and you do it inside out you do the duvet inside out and then you do the pillowcases inside out it's the quickest way to do it yeah because they'll flip, flip it and reverse it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe there's people out there that actually make a bed, like, stuffing it all in, do you know what I mean? Like, I know, that, that's just unnecessarily difficult. You literally <laughs> grab the corners inside out, grab the corners of the duvet and shake it, and you're done. Could not be arsed with that, mate. I, uh, I can't think of any more. That's how I do it. <laughs> Oh my god, the maze. Well, I mean, like I like I grab the two corners and just put it like up inside. Like so, I don't actually have the duvet like folded inside out, but like it's like all like crammed up, and then this, I stick the actual quilt inside it, and then hold it up and shake it down. Oh, so no, like then the cover shakes down over the quilt. Just basically put yourself inside the duvet cover and hold <laughs> the corners when it's inside out. Grab the thingy and just. <laughs> shake it and then you bed's maze no ellie the next time you do that can you uh record yourself and then i'll put it on the <laughs> so everyone can learn the tutorial oh my god imagine um, to me directly <laughs> yeah it would be my um my luck that that would go viral as everyone taking pictures of me on tiktok or so and i would become a stupid meme trying to is also make a bed um <laughs> Well, yeah, no, that's. I can't. I did have a look, but Reddit was just a bit crap. So yeah. Um, Sarah, have you got any life hacks? Yeah, so I actually have one that's quite similar to Ellie's duvet hack. Um, but now that I've heard yours, I feel like yours sounds a little bit easier than mine. But years ago, I came across, I, I can't remember if it was on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it was. But what you do is you take the duvet cover, you turn it inside out, you lay it flat on the bed. You then put the duvet on top of it. You roll it up into like a sausage. Then turn the corners of the duvet like over so that it's kind of like you can connect the buttons. I'm not explaining this very well. I'll find a video and we can put it on, on the story <laughs> at the same time. So you, like, you, you stick. So you've rolled it up. You then take the corners and you put it over. So then the duvet cover is like fully, fully enclosed. Like, or the duvet is fully enclosed. And then you roll it back out. I didn't explain that very well and it's not <laughs> I can't imagine it. The video will make it clear. I will find it and we will share it and everything will be okay. Send it to me and so then, I can put it on the story on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my defense I did make a very strong drink. Um for coming on here. 
So <laughs> perhaps that's why I'm not explaining life very well. But I'm not, I don't know if this counts as a life hack. But if you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning, uh-huh. sure you put your alarm on the, like your alarm clock, whether or your phone or whatever it is, put that on the other side of the room. So when your alarm goes off, you have to get up. Yes, um, that is a good life hack. Um, it's not a fun one, but if you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning, yeah, yeah, it's working smarter, but it's also working harder because you have to get out of bed. <laughs> I mean, that's everything for me. I don't feel like I contributed. <laughs> no, you did. Thank you. We know how to roll up the TV like a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> the video will explain it better. Sinead, you go. I'm looking uh, forward to seeing it. Me too. Uh, what about you, Sinead? Okay, so I, I have a couple of other ones. Now, a lot of these like I haven't tried, but I for some of them, I will potentially try them. So yeah. the first one is, like you know, when it comes to using sellotape and it always gets stuck, or like you can't get the end of the sellotape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you stick like a paper clip just to the end, like a wee small paper clip, and then it just means it's hanging loose, then so you'll always be able to find the end of your sellotape. Good idea. Mm-hmm. You can I do that. Um, you know, if you have like um a bottle of olive oil or something, and then you like go to pour it out, and like loads comes out. Yeah. And you want to minimize how much oil comes out, so either when you buy it new, obviously there's the lid, but then there'll be like a plastic seal. Yeah. So you just pierce some holes into the seal, then that's like a wee, yeah, you know, like not that much will come out. Like you can shake it over the frying <laughs> pan or whatever you're using it on, and not oh. as much will come out. Surely they should do that anyway. Like they should manufacture the bottles like that. But they're they're not like that. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, another one. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly losing like hair slides and stuff. So like, yeah. yeah. So like, if you had um. Like a wee tic tac box or something, you can put like your hair slides into that, and then you'll always have them. Good. But I know that's easier said than done because if you're anything like myself, you'll take them out and just set them somewhere, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can never find them. Um, I don't know if this works, but apparently, if you take a tablespoon of peanut butter, it stops your hiccups. Okay. So, yeah. So never, never tried it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, another one, um, so ladies, for anyone with chunkier thighs like myself, if you happen to be, uh, say, in holidays or it's just really hot, if you spray, like, deodorant, like, on the inside of your thighs, it stops chubber. Yeah, I've done that one before. Yeah. That or talc. Yeah. Works. But that's why deodorant works, is pretty much talc, isn't it? Yeah. So, stops your thighs rubbing together, because otherwise it can be extremely painful. Um... Another one was, you know, like if you have boxes full of um, like cables and leads and stuff, um, what you could do is, like, yeah. you, know the wee, you know, the wee cardboard bit inside the toilet roll. Yeah. Yeah. You could like put your leads inside those and just like stack them in a box. So then you've got like, you can just pull out your lead without them being all like mixed up. Tangled up and stuff. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, 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 so there you go. Um, and then the last one that I had seen was I've never actually tried this either, but you know the way if you have a candle inside like a big jar and you can't get like the lighter in to light the candle or you're like burning yourself. Yeah. So apparently if you take a bit of spaghetti and light that, 
like it'll light and then you can just put it inside the, <laughs> put it inside the candle and it lights candle. Spaghetti. Oh, that's so random. I mean, I was just suggesting buying like one of those longer lighters. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, maybe you don't have a longer lighter in the house, but you have spaghetti. True. Well, how do you like spaghetti? I, but you might have like a shorter lighter that you can't get in. Oh, so, like, right. You, yeah, you yeah. like um like the big um Yankee candles that you can't yeah. like put your hand inside them. Yeah. Uh, if you put like a lighter, you always burn your like thumb, don't you? I like if it's too far down. So if you light the spaghetti and stick that in, <laughs> so I mean, I'll I'll try and test it and let you know next week how it goes. Test it in that one. So yeah. we've got we've got duvet sausage is and we've got spaghetti cantaloupes. <laughs> um, I will just say, um, I've just sneakily gone and looked for the um the video. It's actually technically called the duvet burrito method. Okay. Not the sausage method. Okay. <laughs> Do you think burrito? <laughs> I don't think it really helps, but, you know, just wanted to clarify. Oh, right. Okay. I, I'm going to say some that I have researched. I'm going to say some that I actually do use. Um, so the first one, I seen this on Facebook Reel and I was like, oh my God, this always happens to me, but you always have to pour it away. So do you know, like if you have like a curry or a pasta dish or fajitas and you've got like leftover cream or you're having like a dessert or something and you've got like, you don't use the whole pot of cream. Apparently... Um, if you pour that leftover cream into a glass jar with a lid and you shake it for 10 minutes, that cream turns into butter. What? So then you've got butter. <laughs> what? I don't know. Sounds like I, mean, I don't want to try it out so bad. Me, not, right? <laughs> yeah, that's something you need to test. It was like, it was like an, like an older woman in her 50s or 60s. And she was like, we used to do this all the time. You know, in school, we would have like leftover cream. Um, or at home, and we would shake it. So, like, say your cream was going out of date the next day. Yeah, you could make it into butter, and you'd have butter for a while to use. So, I, I really, really want to try it because me and Nick would always have like pots of cream, and we don't use it all. And then you have to throw it out because, like, after three days, you have to throw it away, don't you? If it's open, or it's coming up to its expiry date. So, I really want to try it. And I will report back the next time I have a pot of cream, and I will do it. <laughs> you can let us know. Yeah, I'll keep you posted, but I find it really like interesting. Um, okay, the next one is: Do you know when you're ever trying to separate an egg yolk and an egg, from the egg white, you can use a plastic bottle to suck up the egg yolk? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. That's a very good one. Or apparently, if you rub garlic on your fingers, you can just pick up the yolk. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh seen, my god! I know I've seen evidence of it. So like, um, again, we could try this one as well. That we should do the yeah. research for the podcast and report back next week. Mm. Um, so everyone gets some garlic, rub it on your fingers, and just pick up an egg, <laughs> and it will yeah. easily separate. Apparently, that's so random. Uh, the next one is very eggy. This um, another egg one. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're making a hard boiled egg, and you know sometimes you are taking ages to peel the shell off the egg. I think I know this one. Erin does this one. If this is yeah. the one I'm thinking of, yeah, you I put should it into a Tupperware box and shake it, no. and the shell comes off. No, sorry, that's not. Okay, what was the one that Erin does? Oh. What he does is, before he puts it into boil, 
he taps all the sides of the eggs, but apparently you tap it until you hear a noise, and I think the noise is basically like the middle of it separating from the wort, like the eggshell. Egg, yeah. yeah, so you do it all the way around, and then you put it into boil, and then when you take it out, like it just peels. Well, see, that's an easier way because well, mine is a life hack. But at the same time, though, you don't have to clean up your Tupperware box. <laughs> yeah, but I do want to try. You should try that Tupperware one. Have you? Is that one you try? Yeah, I could. I do the Tupperware one, and it just comes uh-huh. off. But um, I'm going to try that one now because then that would save me washing up a Tupperware box. Yeah, don't like if it goes wrong, don't blame me because I tried <laughs> it. I tried it, and I didn't know what Aaron was on about. He was like, "You'll know, you'll hear a noise," and I was just going for two minutes and put it in, and then it was like it's worse trying to peel it. But when he does it, it literally pretty much comes off. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a go. Gonna go. That will that will save less washing up. Um, the next one is. So do you ever struggle to take um a lid off a jar that's on really, really oh, tight? Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. if you take a knife and bang around the lid like four times, and be like, you know, each corner, I know it's a circular thing, but it's a corner. Um, You bang that with a knife and then you twist it, it should just come off. What? Yeah, see, I'd seen the thing, it was like if you run it under like really hot water for like five or ten minutes or something, it should come off. He's got time for that. <laughs> well, I mean, you could end up like slicing a finger off. So, like, you know. Oh, no, but it's just like a butter knife. You can still cut yourself with a butter knife, Jim. I know, Free. but it's blunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, well, we'll try the jar one as well. Uh, okay, this one, and I actually did this the other week. Do you ever wash a hoodie and the little lace comes out of the hoodie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so. I googled this and I actually done it and it worked. So, um, if you get the lace and you put the lace through a straw, and you put the straw in one of the holes and work its way through, the straw will come out the other end and pull, and then take the thing out of the straw and your lace is back in your hoodie. It's revolutionary. Well, because I used to always like be like tying my laces before they went into the washing machine so that they don't come out. Sometimes they still do because I don't know what goes on in the washing machine. But <laughs> it's fucking another world in there what happens. Um, but yeah, I can say that that fucking works and my lace is back in my hoodie like brand new. It's fabulous. Happy day. That's okay. Um, next one that I have is apparently if you put it, I have done this and it has, I've done the spoon one, but not the bread. So if you put a spoon or a piece of bread in your mouth, it stops you crying when you cut onions. I've, said that before. I've done the spoon and it works, but I've never done the bread. So I don't know about the bread one. Um, one that I've seen on TikTok was you can make a sick bag on an airplane, hold your phone. So oh, yeah. To describe this, you put your end of your sick bag into your phone case so that the bag is secure to the phone. And then you put the rest of the bag onto the tray table. So you put your tray table like down and you hook that into the well, the front of the tray table essentially, but it'll be the back when you put it up. And then you clip it in place like you do when you put your tray table up. And your phone is then secure, so it's a handheld thing so you can watch it without holding it. Yeah, same luck. So I am going I'm going to try that tomorrow on EasyJet's plane. Um, see if it works and I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah, I'll let them know. So EasyJet has um, like, like, like all like the watching what you see. 
Oh, they got rid of their pocket things, didn't they, at the front? Or have they? Oh. Am I making that up? Well, some of them have pockets, but I mean, I've never noticed, like, really, like, a plastic sick bag or anything in them. And um, they have, like, all their wee... Are really paper ones? No, like, well, not even. No. Ellie knows all too well about these. I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, that hack's useless on me because I always have to bloody utilize the bags. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be sitting inside you, Ellie. <laughs> I know. I'm like the worst person sitting It was after Belfast one me. time. Oh, we were lads and then Ellie just had to be sick into the bag. I felt oh, so bad for you. It has literally been more than once because it was a time I sat next to Sarah and Sarah was like, you're so embarrassing. You're embarrassing <laughs> me. Because the, fly- the plane was going up and I couldn't obviously get out of my chair because we were like um, yeah. taking off. And as soon as the plane just started taking off, I was like, Bleh. in the bag. And she was like, this is so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed of you. I was like, I can't help it. No, that, that's like, the thing. It's something you really can't help. Like, but I get. And then everyone was just looking at me, side eyeing me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Kevin and Nick on the other side pretending they didn't even know me. <laughs> wow. Okay, never fly hungover. <laughs> oh, seriously. I'm so proud of myself coming over from your wedding. I don't even know how I managed to get through the whole flight isn't like feeling normal <laughs> sarah kept looking at me she was like are you okay are you okay don't do it again proud of you ellie thank you I'm very proud thank you you've got better with age <laughs> yeah now my body just hates alcohol full stop evidently okay the next one that i have is you're never meant to put grease or oil down your plug hole but i kind of do that sometimes but you shouldn't so if you get a piece of tin foil and put it into the plug hole and then pour the grease onto the tin foil, uh, like after a while it will sol- 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 solidify and congeal. And then you can just take that and put it in the bin. Very good. Save Lovely. your pipes in the future. Yeah. Okay, another one that I have is when you strain pasta, put the strainer on top of the pasta instead of pouring it out. <laughs> I do that now, actually. I should have used that one. Drag. <laughs> Ellen, do you, are you confused how to do it? I so Well, so you put the strainer on top of the... Yeah. Uh, like, so, the, like, the little lit things here. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you know, on a strainer, they have, like, the little, um, the bottom of it. Is that what you mean? Put that yeah. on top of the pan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, say you take a sieve, rather than holding the sieve and then pouring the pasta into it, yeah. put, like, the bum of the, sieve, for one yeah. better word, the bum <laughs> of it into the pan and then flip it over. I don't know why. I'm going to try that. <laughs> See, this is what it's for. We're all learning from each other. <laughs> yeah. I hate um, strain and pasta. I hate it. You always fucking scald your hands, don't you? are just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> And also, you just, it's like going to a spa sometimes because you put it in a shh. Hello. Like, <laughs> I feel the spots coming out of my face. You'll just have washed your face and then you're like, oh, fuck, my pores are open again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, another one that I have is, you know, the hole on the saucepan handle. That is to put your utensils so you don't dirty your work top. Why do that? I didn't know about that so recently. So you put your like wooden spoon or your spoon in yeah. it and then you don't dirty your... Um, I've always done that to be honest. Worktop? I've never done well, it before. 
Not all Firesmart's plans have holes on the handle. <laughs> well, they're not life hacks off plans. But... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and somewhere, if you put a wooden spoon over a pot, it will stop it boiling over. Holy oh, yes, I've seen this one. I've done that before. That that does work because there's nothing worse than have to clean your hob after it boils over. Yeah. So if if you put a wooden spoon over it, that will stop that. They're all very kitchen related because I, I read them out to Nick before and he was like, how would you know half of these kitchen ones? You don't fucking cook. <laughs> Fair. You're like, it's called Google. Exactly. Okay. Some of them I have used before though. Okay, this one I've seen on the internet. It's in order to like avoid baggage fees, put your clothes into a travel pillow. So put your clothes, like, you put your knickers and your bikinis and some, like, tops and stuff in. Take the cushion out and use the lining of the airplane cushion. And then you can just wear it around your... <laughs> it's still going to be comfortable, I suppose. Um. Okay, next one is... Did you know there's a correct way to pour juice out of a carton? No. So, growing up, we would always go, like, spout into the glass, wouldn't we? That way. Yeah, but apparently you should pour the other way. So you should pour where the spout is furthest away from the glass, because you know the way the way we pour it goes clug 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 and it comes out in big fucking and you get splashed. Yeah, yeah. Do you have the other way around where you do the spout the furthest away from the glass, like turn the carton around the other way, and you pour that in, you don't get the splashback. It just free pours. I'm gonna try this. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a go. Life. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, if we want further proof that our phones are listening to us, Instagram has just um popped up a post with a life hack. You want to know what it is? What is that? Yeah, you can't be sad if you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so true. fucking listening to us. Funny enough, my next hack is about phones listening to us. So, um, if you um. Use your friend or partner's or family member's laptop or phone to Google Christmas presents that you want so they get targeted at. Yes, I've heard that before. Yeah. It's in life, Mac. I think to do it. <laughs> um, the next one, and I have done this before and it does help. It's if you're ever unwell or you've got like a really bad call, if you rub Vicks Vapor Rub, mm on your feet with socks on preferably white socks um you will stop coughing or your cough will lessen in seriousness i've actually tried that before it does work yeah it does work so try that the next time you've got really really bad cough and you're struggling to sleep and you should hopefully get to sleep a lot easier um okay i've got just two more um when you're buying a present for somebody else Always buy yourself the same thing so that you don't get jealous or you think I should have kept that for myself. <laughs> and my last one, I say it every week on the podcast, is milk thistle. Yeah. Um, and it's the best life hack that I have come across um, in the last year and I have not been hungover in over a year now. So it is the best hangover. Although I do need something now to combat the tiredness. So if that... Yeah, you could make me something for that. That would be 
fabulous. Okay. Oh, sorry, are you going to say something? No, I was going to say, I was going to say, speaking of that, it just reminds me, Emily and my mom swear by this. Um, they take two um, ibuprofen and drink a pint of water before bed when they've been drinking and it's, they don't have, they never have a hangover when they do it. Okay. I've not tried it yet, but that's their, like, hangover cure. That's another one to try. We, we're, we are learning very valuable lessons here. I'm going to do the yeah. egg one. <laughs> but you've got to drink, like, a pint of, a pint of water. You can't just drink, like, a few sips. That's that the whole pint. pint. Okay. Yeah. Well, give it a go. I don't need it now because I'm milk thistle, but if I ever do forget to eat milk thistle, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I felt really left out, so I've also found a duvet hack. <laughs> um, and it is when you fold and store your bedding, you should always fold the match and set inside a pillowcase so it's easily stored away and it's all together. I've mm-hmm. seen that before. That's a great idea. Very good idea. Very, very I'm good idea. I'm going to do that. So um, I put out a question box and people wrote in with some of their life hacks. Um, and there's actually some that we didn't even think of. So happy days. We're going to learn some more stuff as well um okay that's um okay so there's actually quite a lot to go through so we'll read these quickly Uh, so the first one is take an extension lead on holiday and it means you only need one adapter yes that's really good fabulous i'm going to do that for amsterdam thank you (laughs) it's a perfect life hack it's just in time You got the thing, uh, like you, you forget about stuff because like I've done that before, but like you just forget. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. you do forget. Like, it's just habit. You know what to do. It. Mm. Uh, the next one is use hair straighteners to iron collars or weed creases out of stuff if you're in a hurry. I do that. I Very- do it on the bottom of my dresses. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a good idea. Uh, because you only have to wear for a straightener. To hair, or if you're doing your hair anyway, it might be warm anyway. So that's true. Pardon me. Next one is, <laughs> I hope this is a piss take. Using both sides of the ball rule, double value. <laughs> oh, God. If that's not a piss take, whoever you are, you are disgusting. You are a fiend oh, in a society. Unless they mean like they fold it up a few times or something. Maybe not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got to have to have You would like to think that they're roll. doing that, they're at least folding it. I just hope it's a good ply. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, two ply. One ply shape that you get. <laughs> the next one is instead of queuing for a mile to turn left at a roundabout, go right lane and around and exit the roundabout. So instead of, I think, instead of waiting in a queue for ages to turn left, if there's a massive traffic thing, just go into the right lane and around an exit. Does that work? Uh, well, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, like people can do that. Oh, that's a really good idea. There we go. For them keen drivers out there, there we go. That's a hack for you. Uh, okay, the next one is anything DIY related, measure it twice, cut once. Okay, so that means probably you don't make any mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, next one is stay single for an easy life. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> preaching to the choir there, lads. <laughs> good life hack. Um, next one is use Quidco for a cashback on everything you buy online now. 
I forget to use Quidco all the time. I don't know if you know what Quidco is. No, no. It's an it's an like a website that you sign up to, and your purchases you log into Quidco before you make say for example Sheen, you can earn like five percent cash back on your the order that you send on Sheen. Um, but you have to remember to log in and they don't do it on the app, which is annoying, which is why I always forget to do it because I would order off the Sheen app. So you would have to log into Quidco, their website, and then you would click into Quidco on their search bar Sheen. And then when you click on it, it the Quidco website directs you to like Sheen. And then it's registered that you visited Sheen through them and whatever you, you buy, then you can earn 5% cash back. And like in a month or two, they you'll build like a balance in your Quidco account, and then you can pay that into your bank account whenever you have enough. Oh, very good. So I always forget, yeah, but I really should do it. So that is a good life hack. You can earn a wee bit of money on the money that you spend. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you tell me this just after I've done like an eighty pound order from Shane. I think oh. there we go. Well, you'll know for next time. Yeah. Okay, the next one is spend half an hour unsubscribing from all the shite in your inbox, surprisingly relaxed once done. Very lovely. It's just finding that half hour to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. But I would say you probably have a stressy life with no emails pinging if you do do that. Um, If you're using Uber, let it give you the price, then close the app. 10 minutes later you will get a notification with a cheaper price that's wow Ooh, a good one yeah i've never heard that okay we're gonna do that um when we're in belfast <laughs> if it's yes, real <laughs> uh next one if you have a seat number for the plane <laughs> sit back and relax while 150 people stand up for half an hour ahead of you yeah yeah <laughs> But then I always like to get my things above my head. Yeah, so mine's always under the seat, so it doesn't matter for me. Uh, I suppose so. Okay, next one is when buying something expensive in a shop, type the barcode into Amazon and see if it's cheaper on Amazon. Oh my God. Good idea. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, next one. If you're paying interest on a credit card, why haven't you done an interest-free balance transfer? Yeah. That's a good hack, so you know, pen interest base. Okay, next one. Just quite a lot. Uh, send or schedule send important emails to arrive at 9 a.m. so they're at the top of someone's inbox. Now, that's, that's a great that's idea. That is smart. But then it depends actually if the person works from like their oldest email instead of their newest. Yeah. Or you could just do both so you're at the top and the bottom. <laughs> yeah. You don't like people like that. <laughs> um next one jet to holidays can be cheaper if you ring up after finding the deal online sometimes oh cool okay Good job. keep that in mind um i've got four more um use a sewing needle to remove all the crud and dust from your phone ports it's very satisfying okay, okay. don't ever want to see what's in there probably <laughs> best not uh, uh, uh. Uh, the next one is when buying on Amazon Prime, always tick Prime only, then sort by lowest price to give you the cheapest but fastest delivery option. That's good. That's, That's useful. Good. Yeah. This one is cut a V-shape into frozen bags of food so you can tie it easily after opening. 
like oven chips, for example. Oh, like, see, like, oh my god, then you can tie it. Oh my god, that's revolutionary. <laughs> I always just do a cross. Yeah, we all do, Kevin, apart from this person. Yeah. That's fabulous. Okay, and the last one is take pack lunch to work. It saves you money in the long run. Yeah, I appreciate that. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. That's some great little life hacks. I hope we've yeah. helped you, and I hope. Well, I know some of them have helped me, so thank you. <laughs> I'm no longer going to cut my freezer bags, like, straight across anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's so... I wouldn't even thought of doing that. No. My only issue is if I tie it too tight, and then I can't get it open again, and then you're going to have to end up having to cut something else. It's going to end up, there's just no bag left. So... <laughs> Oh, I know. There's like a freaking argument in my house because I tie the bread bag like in a little knot instead of like, you know, putting like the sticker back on or like yeah. just folding over. I tie it in a knot because I, I don't like, like it going off or anything like that. But anyway, Erin and the boys, they hate it. They kick off all the time because they go, well, you do it in two ties of a knot. We can't get it open. And then like Erin rips the bag open. And I'm like, well, now you've got to eat a lot of fucking bread because, you know, it's going to go off. <laughs> I think it's such a good hack to well it's, it's, a, I, it's a good idea to keep it fresh yeah. it is so that's all the life hacks that we have um we'll probably think of more we can always mention them on the podcast um but yeah great little section okay so we'll fly through this last section it is advice so we always uh put out a question box and if you've got a burning question or need any life advice or help then we will try and help you the best that we can with our knowledge and wisdom so the first question that I have is my landlord has stopped asking for rent. It's because we occasionally have casual sex. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know oh. what to do about this. Any advice? Um. Um, enjoy the not paying rent. I don't know. Yeah, I would all mm, save yeah, the would money. Think... <laughs> so, <laughs> um, was well, yeah, he must be generous in this cost of living crisis. I know, fucking hell. I'll be careful with that though. No, I, I, I mean, my only concern would be, you know, so I'm. Um, we, you know, we don't know if, uh, I suppose it doesn't really matter what gender is what or, you know, yeah. who's who. But, I mean, my only concern would be if you end up having a falling out and then they come back saying you owe me four months rent. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say they I'd put you. money to one side. Yeah, yeah I'd, I would be very careful about that. I think start paying your rent again. Like, you can still sleep with the, your landlord if you want. But, I mean, definitely pay your rent. Keep yourself covered. Yeah, I think it depends. So, does the landlord live with you? Is it like a, like a kind of house share or flat share, or yeah. is it just like your landlord owns the property and you live in it? I, like a little bit more context on the actual like living yeah. situation would be helpful. Yeah, but I do agree with story. Yeah, I do agree with Shanae. I'm like, you need to be extremely careful because like they can prove to a court of law that you haven't made any rent rental payments, or you could be really sneaky. And get it in written communication over text or email that they you don't you're not paying rent because you're having sex, but then 
But then could you get criminally charged for being a prostitute? I don't know. Can I just ask for Charlie, right? Is there anything that says that you're not paying rent because you're sleeping with your landlord? Or is this just sort of something that he hasn't asked for it? Like, and it's not really being mentioned. Oh, yes, I'm not charging you rent because we're fucking. Yeah, maybe it's an unspoken, like, rule. Because yeah. the like, question says, because my I'd be very. asking for rent because we have occasional casual <laughs> sex. Like, are you not just maybe supposed to pay your rent anyway? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, oh, there's so many more questions I have. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely thought that two-line message was not enough. No. I not need, enough. Like, I need more information. I need a big DM. Okay, um, so I think based on the information we have received, definitely pay your rent just in case they, there's a fallout. You decide you don't want to sleep with this person anymore and then they come back and say, well, I do you owe me four months rent. So... Just cover yourself on that basis. You don't want to be taken up in charges for not paying your rent. Yeah. That's very true. Just because I'm nosy, can I get the background as to how this came about? Mm. I want to know why, like when it started, how it started, what was the context, what was the situation? I want to know everything. Join us next week for a very special (laughs) one off episode where I talk. Yes. To the person he wrote in, and they gave us an hour conversation <laughs> on everything that happened. <laughs> and the voices changed. Their <laughs> yes, I will. I will put a voice decoder on, so we will not know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's d- just pay your rent, and then that's you covered legally. Yeah. Okay. And the okay. last question that I'm going to ask. It's a bit of a long one. So, um, my flatmate keeps borrowing my clothes without asking me, which I didn't mind at the start. But now, every time we go out, she comes out of her room wearing something of mine, but acts like she just bought it. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> oh I'm my so angry, but I don't want to cause an argument. What should I do? <laughs> they need to like some fun. Like, that's I'm so shocked. Move like, like that's the, done. That's, it's done. <laughs> like the audacity to pretend that you've bought it. Like just to <laughs> come out and be like, look what I bought today. Or yeah. or are they just like swagging out as if they're in new clothes or something? Like that is an absolute disgrace. I would be telling that skanky bastard, uh, stop wearing my clothes. Yeah, like is she is the person basically getting gaslit by their housemate? Like that's mine. Yeah. Oh no, it's not. I bought it the other day. Well, I'd like show me the receipt. Yeah, <laughs> and the facts that go in it. You need to get locks on the door. Yes, one hundred percent. Also, not that this is real life, but I would just like to bring to everyone's attention the episode of Friends. Where Monica thought her housekeeper was stealing her clothes. Yeah. And remember that whole thing where the bra that she thought she was missing, yeah. she was wearing? Like, are you sure that those clothes are not in your wardrobe? Yeah. Maybe, maybe she saw you wearing it and have been like, 
oh my god you're so stylish i want to look just like you i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this too or is it literally that she's like taking it yeah and you're saying like are you saying that that's mine and she's like no i just bought this context more information the, the basis that it's happened more than once, I'm guessing this has happened a few times by the size of the message. That's why she's thinking that they're her clothes. Ah. Yeah, but, it depends how long okay, ago the clothes are from as well. Like, yeah, I it's mean, like, like an old dress. Also, <laughs> if you know the <laughs> I bought it, no love. I had about this since 2012. And if you bought it like 10 years ago, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what are they <laughs> <laughs> You won't be able to buy that anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's true, actually. I mean, what I what I think you should do is set her up a wee bit and actually, like, put a piece of clothing somewhere, like, that she can easily access it without going into your room. Like, maybe put it in the living room on the clothes horse or something, and then if it goes missing and you see her wearing it and then she says she bought it, then, then you know, you, you have it definitely confirmed. Yeah. You know what I mean? But overall, she sounds like a bit of a clap, clap too. Or what you could do. This is like another thing. Rather than putting it somewhere obvious, why don't you take like, why don't you cut like half of the label off it or something? Yes. And then you can be like, oh, you clearly didn't just buy this because uh, half the label's missing. But then how do you go about actually checking that? That's the thing without being accused of, you know, assault (laughs) something. The next time that she does a wash, stop the washing machine, take it out and look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but I suppose so. Like, is this like? Oh, I don't know. I think, I think we need a bit more information as well, though. But like, is this one of your actual friends, or is this somebody you just happen to live with that you're not friends with? Because you know, if you're living in a house share, surely you would lock your door if you were leaving. So you know, maybe if you have a lock in your bedroom door, start locking it. Like, if you're washing your clothes, you know take them into your bedroom to dry don't leave them around this is in the house but if it's your actual friend i'm wondering have they asked you before to borrow your clothes and then now they're just assuming because every time you said yes that they can borrow them um and just yeah and just wear them because if that's the case you just have a conversation with the person and just say like i don't mind you borrow my clothes but like ask me before you go in and take them but if you're living in a house share definitely lock your bedroom because if they're going in taking your clothes they could be taking anything or looking through anything but yeah. the person's wrote in and said that the person is like saying that they bought the clothes so, I, would, I mean Hagar they're saying that as like a joke like oh look what I got today but like they're like this is yours <laughs> well, I don't know and uh, yeah it's like I need a lot, a lot more context but it, it's a very juicy story I want I want like updates we on this we do it's... really just we get so like in depth in these things. We really we just do. need a lot of specifics. Yes. So there are no what ifs. There are no if, variables. If our listeners know anything about us, it's <laughs> that we go into every possible scenario. We do. We go we go deep. Um, but yeah. my general consensus, I'm a very direct person. So regardless if it's a, a housemate or it is a friend, I would still bring it up to them and just be like, Are you wearing my clothes? Yeah, and the fact that why are you lying about it? Like, why are yeah. you saying I bought it when you blatantly didn't? Maybe try also and put a lock on your door. Yeah, 100%. Regardless if it's your friend or your housemate, get a lock on your door. But I, I would just say, like, maybe try and get a wee bit of proof first before you bring it up. Yeah. And then when you have 
proof or an idea of proof, then you can fucking just, excuse me, bitch, you know? Yeah. But if you've please... got an old email or an old receipt, yes. that else. Yeah. <laughs> show me, show me the receipts, as they say. Oh my God. Um, but yes, so that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, fun little episode, very educational and very juicy with those two glass questions. <laughs> um, so I'd like to thank uh, everyone for listening. Uh, please like, share, review the podcast. Please give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'd like to thank the girls, Ellie, Sarah and Sinead for joining me on this lovely Tuesday evening. Um, remember to take your milk thistle. Uh, drink responsibly. Um, and use the life hacks to your heart's content. Remember, work harder. Or no. <laughs> work, no, do not work harder. Work smarter, <laughs> not harder. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.